Welcome back to Read the Room, everybody. I am Chandler. And I'm Alyssa. And this is the podcast about books, relationships, and the relationships in books. And today we are continuing our Emily Henry arc with people we meet on vacation. Yes. Which isn't really about any people that they meet on vacation. The (laughs) cast in this book is minuscule. Yeah. There's not that many people. There's like five people. They didn't meet on. And no, they oh, didn't, yeah. They didn't meet on vacation. <laughs> no, there's just like not very many characters. I'm trying to it. think who they met on vacation. I I don't remember, but he it was the two main characters. His girl girlfriend Sarah at one point. Who we met in college. Her boss for the travel company. Yeah. Sorry. And keep, then probably like yeah. a quirky best friend who's part of the LGBTQ community. Because <laughs> God include one, but can't be the main character ever. I actually don't know. Um, but before we jump too far into that, let's talk about a book that you've oh, read or are reading that you want to discuss. I always forget to have one prepared for this. Imagine you do. Beach read. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I loved it. He didn't. Spoiler alert. Well, it's not much of a spoiler. They probably listened to that episode. That was last episode. week. That was last week if you haven't listened to last week go ahead and read listen to that one okay well a book that i haven't quite read recently but have in fact read at some point probably end of last year it's one you recommend a lot though yes it is one i recommend and it's one that i buy from valley village anytime i see it just so that i have an extra one handy to give to friends because i'd rather just give friends books rather than try to lend them because then like you never really get them back anytime soon <laughs> as you know from He's lending me about way too many books That's um, okay. but station 11 by emily st john mandel it is a story of what do you know a uh, uh pandemic <laughs> and it was written before the pandemic mm-hmm. the pandemic um but it's about it's it talks about what happened at the time of the pandemic and then also like 20 years into the future it follows a traveling band of theater people and musicians as they go to the various little uh villages and and just perform shakespeare mm-hmm. and then there's like you know of course because it's the apocalypse there's danger and drama drama mm-hmm. <laughs> drama indeed mm-hmm. And it's just a really, really good book. And again, it was written before the pandemic, which is kind of wild because it feels exactly like how the start of the uh, coronavirus pandemic felt. I mean, it it gets a little like society does indeed collapse where it didn't quite do that for us. Yeah. Uh, But it is just a really, really good book. Yeah. The beginning was really well done with like the doctors giving calls being like this thing's serious. Yeah. The doctors know that like there's no way they're making it. So they're trying to like ease suffering, but then like let all their loved ones know to like board up and. Yeah, it was really good. Stuff. Sorry, I'm butting into no, the book you're I recommending. Feel like, I feel like we should butt in more in our little. Well, we've never had a crossover where we both read it before. That's have true. We? I yeah. don't think so. Well, okay. Well, what are you or have you read? Yeah, I'm going to actually talk about what I'm actually reading right now. I haven't finished it. I have like what 100, 150 pages left. I'd say, but did you almost just drop? No. <laughs> Iron Flame. It's a chonker. Um, it's the new book in the Fourth Wing series. Um, <laughs> I love that we're holding it up. If you're listening to a podcast where, for YouTube, we're holding it up. Is it um, called the Fourth Wing series, or is there like a overarching series name? I and think Fourth it's, Wing is it's just like, the name of the first book. It's something with like a Elysian, like so if you it's look, the Fourth Wing series, everybody. Yeah, but it's not. It's like there's a name for it. 
I, I've seen it online, but I'm really bad at remembering. Anyways, it is following Violet's storyline after the first one. I don't know why I picked a second book in a series because I can't talk about what happens without spoiling the first book, I'm realizing. Oh, that's true. But Well, I mean, you kind of can. No, I don't want to. But like, it's, a, it's basically the book series is about um, a girl who goes into a school called what is the school called bal Besgiel. Besgiel. basquiat i think it ends in basquiat everything all the names in the book are really hard by the way of like locations or dragon names anyways the school is a school it's like a college for after they graduate high school that you go into (laughs) how college works wow i'm really good at explaining this um (laughs) But it's about a universe where there's dragons. It's fantasy. So um, she goes into school to become a dragon rider, which is the most dangerous of all the different types of things to go to school for. She was originally supposed to be a scribe because she's frail and weak. Anyways, so she goes to school and then the first book is her like first year in it. Fourth wing is what it's called. Um, And then the second book is a continuation of that and i'll say kind of like harry potter it's her second year in school kind of i don't want to spoil so i'm going to stick it with that and then it's really good i love the characters i love the fantasy chandler not as invested but we not did quite. really enjoy talking about fourth wing it was fun to talk about because there were a lot of things i didn't enjoy about fourth wing yeah and it's you really rated good. it five stars and i rated it like three but you went up so it's you funny. went down yeah it's funny because there was stuff that it's interesting that when we talk about stuff sometimes it changes our ratings after we really like break it down because the last book we just rated on the last episode beach read both of us felt like our ratings went down after talking about it mm-hmm. well i will give fourth wing the fact that it is very digestible it is very easy <laughs> So to read it same with this one Just she writes right very, through yeah. yeah it's like very easy and and it is like slow world building so it's not like over the top for people who want to get into fantasy it's the perfect like level of easy reading easy to digest in my opinion it felt kind of like a lot all at once with the world building really compared to like i feel like there's a lot of like justification or like game ha- of well, thrones <laughs> or not i mean that too i mean mm, i feel like when it comes to slow world building for like Dune and Game of Thrones, it's it it's shown. It's like here's here's how this all works. Here's here are these worlds. Here's this planet. Um, it's not really like explained to you. Whereas with Fourth Wing, like she even uses a narrative device where it's like, oh, like the protagonist is in danger, and to calm herself, she just like recites to herself exposition <laughs> about the world building. But because she was a scribe. Yeah, no, I, I understand, like, there's justification uh, for it, but it's like... Uh, that's like a way of building It's still like, a here's me telling you how all this know. works. Like, it's, it felt like a, a lot all at once. But it wasn't imperative to the storyline, what she was reciting, the, like... I don't know, I disagree. I think that the story building was much easier than, like, say, Court of Thorns and Roses, Game of Thrones, Dune, all of that. It was much easier to digest, and it wasn't so fantasy. It was more like... I mean, obviously it's fantasy, it's dragons and stuff, but it's, it was, I don't know, whatever, <laughs> whatever, <each other. laughs> All right, getting into our actual book to discuss, because we've already discussed fourth wing. <laughs> um, yeah, we've got People Meet on Vacation by Emily Henry, the second book. Yeah, what did you think of this one? Published back in 2021. Oh. I, <laughs> I love that you have that stat. I think it was, 20, I'm assuming it was yeah, 2021. 2021. Because she's just been knocking them out by Every the year, year ever since 2020. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, it was it was fun. It was fine. It was well, actually, no. Did you like it <laughs> more than Beatrice? But then again, no. Um, really? No, I actually really didn't like this one. Stop. Now that I think about it. I loved this one. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah, you were saying that this is the one that most people don't like. Yeah, and I like at least it. like not most people, but like the Discord. Yeah, it um, was way better than Beatrice. Yeah, I uh, I didn't. I got kind of thrown for a loop with like all the jumping back and forth and then like again we talked about this in I Beach Street, where it's just like these people just can't properly communicate their feelings no yeah they and they did one. that for 10 fucking years okay wait but read the synopsis before oh, okay before we launch into it <laughs> a synopsis of people meet on vacation two best friends 10 summer trips one last chance to fall in love poppy and alex alex and poppy they have nothing in common She's a wild child. He wears khakis. <laughs> she has insatiable wanderlust. He prefers to stay home with a book. And somehow, ever since a fateful car share home from college many years ago, they're the very best of friends. For most of the year, they live far apart. She's in New York City, and he's in their small hometown. But every summer, for, for a decade, they have taken one glorious week of vacation together. Until two years ago, when they ruined everything. They haven't spoken since. Poppy has everything she should want, but she's stuck in a rut. When someone asks when she was last truly happy, she knows it was on that ill-fated final trip with Alex, and so she decides to convince her best friend to fake one more vacation to take. <laughs> God damn it! To take. <laughs> Alyssa's screen is dirty. It was barely this dirty. Friend to take one. It's clean. Okay, and so she decides to convince her best friend to take one more vacation together. Lay everything on the on the table. Make it all right. Miraculously, he agrees. Now she has a week to fix everything. If only she can get around the one big truth that has always stood quietly in the middle of their seemingly perfect relationship. What could possibly go wrong? That was a longer synopsis, That's, I realized. But it also I mean, like I, helped me remember some stuff because I've read a few books since this. Yeah. Also, um, it is mentioned that there are some pretty big Harry Met Sally parallels. Mm -hmm. And I actually happened to watch Harry When Harry Met Sally like three days ago. Really? Without even thinking about the fact that we'd be talking about this. Oh, you also have to read that other book I recommended that was Harry Met Sally fanfic. Man, people love Harry Met Sally. Apparently, I need to watch this freaking movie. Well, I guess it's kind of like the basis of all friends to lovers things. But I mean, what is it on? Did you watch it on Netflix? I think. well, my girlfriend actually just, like, owns it, so, oh. yeah. Does she have, like, a DVD player? No, it was, like, uh, like owned on YouTube kind of thing, like, downloaded. Oh, oh, yeah. gotcha. She, like, paid for it. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. It doesn't break the rules. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah, I watched it, and they even had the, the car share home from college situation. Oh, interesting. And, um, yeah, I wasn't the biggest fan. Well, I was a big... I liked When Harry Met Sally. Didn't and I like think, this book. <laughs> I think I liked When Harry Met Sally because, like, yeah, you know, it's this rom-com about, like, two friends becoming uh, more than friends. But it was in, like, the 80s. It also had the male as the protagonist in it. I wouldn't say so. I've I mean, I guess it, it is I When just, Harry Met yeah, Sally. That's what I was saying. It should be When Sally Met Harry. Let's be Damn real. Damn right it should. Um, but I think it it lingers on both of them equally. I think it's from both their perspectives. Not so much on this one. I'll be timing it when I watch, but go off. Yeah, fair. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But what did you think of uh, People We Meet on Vacation? Like, honest, true truth. How did you feel after reading it? And what did you rate it? I felt frustrated by the whole, uh, like, how she made it 10 years, like a decade of their life. And I get that, like, when it comes to friends to lovers, you kind of need, like, a longer time span to work with. But it's also like, 
oh, hooray, they're together at the end. But they've also kind of like, because they were incapable of communicating their feelings for that long, or uh, not incapable, but like scared to. Yeah. Because of that, like they didn't just, I wouldn't say waste, because it's never really a waste. You're still living different parts of your life throughout that time. Yep. But it was 10 years of that just hanging over them, them never like figuring it out. And during that time, they both had other relationships. And I don't think that that's fair to the other people that they were in relationships with to then always be like, oh, it's fine. Like, we're just friends. But they fucking knew that they weren't. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Like, I I didn't I didn't I didn't like it. Did they, though? I think they kind of did. It even says like, oh, the, the thing that's always been hanging over them. I don't know. But it's also like, I just just be okay with like being fucking friends with your friend. <laughs> you know, it's possible. You're just very like that. You have a lot of female friends and you are very strong that you would never cross that boundary. I've seen it with like a bunch of your friends. It's very like that. I think it is important to have female friends. I mean, we were talking mm. about this in the last episode about Beach Read and just about how like men should read contemporary romance because it's basically just like a guidebook for how to be like but I think you're the exception to the rule unfortunately like I don't know a lot of straight heterosexual men who have a ton of girlfriends that they aren't trying something with like I think you truly are the exception well I think that comes from a place too of like I know that I can like go like I'm in a wonderful loving uh committed relationship but even when you were single you yeah, weren't even, like that well even yeah. when i'm single um i i'm i have the confidence to know that like i can go on a dating app and find someone to go on a date with i've never felt that i need to look for romance in the people that are already around me i guess you already have so. so would you ever though like that's the thing is i know enough about your relationship history that i feel like i can ask this but if you had a friend, say your current girlfriend was your best friend before this, would you have... Uh, that's a hard question to answer because that's a what would, like, would have and you don't know probably. No, I enter into, like, any of my relationships, whether they be friendships or, like, romantic, is, like, we're here's what we're pursuing. No, but, like, we'll you didn't go into that. it to be a friend and then switch to... That's what I'm saying, is I've never seen you do that. You've always entered in all of yours romantic straight from the start. Yeah, for my romantic relationships, yeah. That's what I like, mean. like, they're people I meet on dating apps. But, like, stuff like this, they started as friends and then turned into... That's not something that you... That's what I mean. It's like, you've never experienced what this is, whereas I have experienced this, but you haven't. How'd that go for you? <laughs> really bad. Thanks for asking, Chandler. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It usually goes really bad. Because it's... It's putting the friendship at stake for the relation for the potential of a relationship. It's not like worth a, it, a romantic and relationship. And like, if you actually give a shit about the friend that you have, and I'm speaking to our very minuscule amount of male listeners here, <laughs> like, if you're genuinely friends with this person and not just like quote unquote friends with them because you're just like trying to eventually get with them, mm -hmm. then you should have value to that friendship that you don't want to risk true and from my uh perspective like i have many female friends mm -hmm. and i don't want to like if i were to pursue even one of them then all the other ones would be like oh weird 
It would be so <laughs> right? weird. It literally yeah. would. All of and the other ones are jealous in arms. No, not jealous. <laughs> I know, but I was like, just kidding. It's like, funny. Worry. Like, oh, <laughs> shit. Like, is Chandler just, like, friends with me? Because, like, we just saw him try to turn that friendship into a... I don't know. Like, it's <laughs> it's messy and bad, and there's so many other people out there in the world. It, literally. That's what I think all the time. I'm like, there's 8 billion people in the world. Do you have to, pres- like, date within our friend group or whatever? It seems lazy to me. It is. You know? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling myself out. I'm I'm a lazy dater. Thanks very much. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. Fair. So what did you end up giving the book? Sorry. Probably like three and a half stars. Interesting. I I gave this one a five star, which is so funny because the way that we're both viewing like how much you would never do this with a friend is I related so much to Poppy that I loved it. I gave it a five star. It was like when I read it, I was like immediate. This was the first Emily Henry book I, I read and I was like, oh, love her. I was so excited. Okay, so when it comes to relatability, I did have a hard time because it's like, oh no, Poppy, you're having a hard time finding happiness in this life because you've accomplished all of your goals and are living the exact life that you were always wanting. When you read it, though, do you are you able to relate to female or male protagonists? Because I'm usually always like, what's the females? What's I can't help it. Yeah, I can. I can definitely like put myself in oh, anyone's shoes. I mean, yeah. you know, I read a lot of novels about women. Yeah, that's who, true. That's what we're doing here. So. And you can relate to Alex or Poppy. Knowing you, I can. I mean, see I can kind of relate to Alex a bit more. Like, really? I, I'm, I'm a bit more like you small know, town khaki wearing. Not small town khaki wearing. <laughs> But just like kind of preferring to take a chill and yeah, read a book. Yeah, stay home and, with a book, yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. Even then, I was like, hey, dude, like, if you, if you like her, just fucking tell her. Like, Aww. don't be... Or, like, if you've decided not to tell her, then get over it. Just go... Yeah. I mean, like, Sarah is your crush from fucking college. Like, that's awesome and nice. And Sarah, yeah. And at that point, you have to be okay with, like, prioritizing your relationship with sarah over your you know once a week trip friendship that's the tricky part is like he brought sarah into it if there had have been a romantic undertone that's where it gets kind of like oof like a little tricky yeah i don't know uh, what well, did you- I feel like it can be weird when there's like a female best friend and then like where when it comes to like priorities we've never had a problem with that though have we no it's never been a thing I mean, yeah. you very much prioritize your girlfriends over friends. How dare you? Uh, <laughs> I, w- I do the same to my male friends, though. Like, I know you do. I mean, but it's just literally like, kind little... of the way things go, especially at this age and in like in Vancouver, too. I will die on this hill, though. When me and Chandler first talked about doing the podcast, I was like, I was like, OK, when can you film? And he's like, well, I spend Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday with my girlfriend. I was like, bitch, all day, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Like, no, my guy, we're going to be filming on Sundays and you can prioritize this, too. Like, I actually had to be like, because he prioritizes, which I actually really appreciate. You're so great to your girlfriends. But I was like, my guy, no. <laughs> you say girlfriends like I'm Polly. <laughs> Sorry, girlfriend. But like in the past, I've seen you with multiple yeah. girls at different times. Chandler's <laughs> <laughs> oh, Polly. Pass it no, on. He's and not. like there's nothing wrong with being there Polly, but I'm very much not. Well, pass it on for funsies. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Spread the rumor, folks. Yeah, I mean, we are we are recording on a Wednesday <laughs> Yeah, somehow it so. worked out. that, it, And we've just moved the release day so that he can have a Sunday as free so he can edit on the Monday. It's weird that this all worked out for Chandler. Hey, the greatest thing we do in this life is love. All I right? So you. I'm going to prioritize I wouldn't that know, Chandler. Weekends. Things are twisting the knife. <laughs> 
Oh, Anyways, Poppy and Alex are so <laughs> different. What do you think drew them together as friends? <laughs> as the opposite to me, what do you think drew them together as friends? Um, I don't know. I honestly don't really know. Um, well, I mean, they're they're different in the surface level things, but they're very similar when it comes to other like core. Are beliefs, they though? I like think. Yeah. her whole core li- belief is like traveling, seeing the world, this wanderlust. That's like her biggest goal in life. She literally works in tourism, and he literally says, "I don't prefer traveling." He just does it because he's in love with her. I don't think that that's necessarily like a core thing. I think what like, do you think? Core things come from like you know how you treat people, and oh. you know whether or not you cheat. Or <laughs> you Whatever. Know, like, Why did you say that at me? I told you last episode I d- never cheated. Yeah, no, that's personally I've it's never. A, it's a throwback. To <laughs> I've been step. a part of that. Yeah, cheat. I fucking know you have. <laughs> but I didn't cheat. Well, let, let, let the record your accessory. stand. Oh, whatever. Yeah. Also, mom, if you're listening, sorry. <laughs> 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 she knows. I'm just kidding. Right. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, I I don't know. Like, I guess in that case, they're both good people in that way. I I mean, that's all I can really draw on here. <laughs> that's the and only I, core. Thing I don't that think matters. that they really like even delved into that too much. So I just kind of have to assume that like that's why they um they have a friendship. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, maybe maybe they have a, maybe they have a friendship just because like they had a, this attraction to each other right off the jump and then they were like oh it's okay we can be friends and i do think that there's something to the fact with okay you know when people travel and you always see stuff about this one's a planner and then one's just like do 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 like following behind type a type b yeah 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 and but that's sort of what they are and like those two things go together really well when it comes to travel and this whole book is about travel which is ironic because Alex is giving the type A type, like he would be very organized, meticulous, whatever. But it's actually Poppy in the story because she's the organized one who like plans everything. Or I think when it came to their uh, cheap trips, they were kind of working together to plan. Yeah, maybe. I think. I don't know. Like there was also that growing moment for their relationship when she got sick before going on like a big extravagant trip. Right, and he and didn't he, go. And he didn't go, and he took care of her. Yeah. And like, did they kiss? No, it wasn't until Croatia. Okay, okay, okay. Because in Harry, when Harry met Sally, um, they kiss when she's sick. She was really upset. Oh, I can't remember what she was upset about. I don't think she was sick, but she called his girlfriend Sarah. Yeah, well, she called him to um, like come comfort her. Yeah, and then like she's literally wait. Were they just friends at that point? Yeah, I would never call you to come comfort me if I was sad or down her face, you know. (laughs) And then like they. They end up making out, and then they end up hooking up. Sorry for spoilers for Harry that and Sally. That seems like but not it, it, a healthy thing. I know. That's, yeah, she's, like, that's vulnerable. Yeah, no, then, no, like, in Croatia. In the morning, Sally was all, like, kind of, like, excited and, like, stoked on it, and then he's, like, just, he just dipped out. Oh, my God. Fucking Harry. Yeah. Okay, wait. So, when they Harold. kiss in this book, it's, remember, they kiss in Croatia, and they're drunk, mm, and then yeah. she she's they're both excited about it but he pulls away and she takes it as rejection for however many long 10 years but really he just wanted like two years oh yeah i guess because it was like you're right you're right sorry their friendship was 10 years you're right Mm -hmm. you're right so it was like a couple of years though and she always thinks it's rejection and then later finds out that it was because he didn't want them to hook up when they were drunk he was like and being like a good guy. The friendship. Literally. He wanted to make sure she actually wanted it because and anyways, again, miscommunication. Well, yeah, here's <laughs> the thing too. In that situation, both of them are thinking like, 
like for him he's thinking like oh she only she's only kissing me because like she's drunk she doesn't actually want to kiss me yeah and then for her she's like oh we kiss but then he pulled away and he doesn't actually like want me yeah so both of them are there wanting the other one but then thinking that the other one doesn't want the other one and it just it takes one adult conversation here but that's the thing though is they have such like a big friendship so like it, that's probably why it took them so long to actually express their feelings for each other because they didn't want to ruin the friendship. If you have such a good friendship that you don't want to ruin, then have a conversation about the Croatia situation earlier than ruining the friendship and not Sometimes talking for a fucking just year. Happen, Chandler. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Okay, and then Alex brings his girlfriend along on some of their travels, mm-hmm. which starts being like the point of contention in everything is he has this girlfriend so Sarah and he brings it along and it's uh, see for me I wouldn't want to go on a vacation with a friend and his girlfriend I wouldn't want to like that would be very odd but I also feel like if you're agreeing and going wait did she have a boyfriend at the time yes and she also brought the boyfriend oh yeah it was that fucking guy sorry sorry so it was indeed a fucking guy sorry i wouldn't have gone if it was three naturally because that's fucking weird but four i would do that but also i don't know if i would go with somebody i either have a history with or have feelings for that's just setting your mm, i make bad choices i'd probably still go you probably would be smarter but you wouldn't be in that situation i'm just gonna speak for you yeah, I probably wouldn't put myself in that position. <laughs> yeah, like, but you literally wouldn't even have been in the position to have that be awkward of somebody asking you to go on vacation. I guess. Like, I you're mean, very, I don't know, you're way better at this stuff than I am. Well, thank you. Anyway. I mean, I kind of have to be. <laughs> I love that I'm speaking for you. You wouldn't do that. I would, but you wouldn't. I'm really painting you in a, in a good light, well, but not really myself. Well, if I want really to exist as a uh, straight, you know man with female friends i have to like be on top of it and like you know make sure things aren't weird for anybody wow it's always i'm realizing how many times i've been in similar situations of going on a vacation no 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 but like going out with like people anyways um Tell me more. <laughs> so I don't want to. Uh, okay, miss. <laughs> oh, we should talk more Sorry, about our relationships to, well, on the relationship th- podcast. Okay, okay. And then me being like, it's a book podcast. Like I related to that situation a few times because I am not like Chandler. I don't. St- I mean, <laughs> see, now it sounds like I'm. Do you know what I'm trying to say? No. So like, I because it's hard because if I declare like I date my male friends and it looks like I would be trying to date you, but I don't. I have friends like Chandler and Brian. I have another friend in Calgary, Brian, where it's very like platonic and it's never ever Shut been up, that Brian. way. Yeah, What's up, Brian? he's probably not listening. He's uh, but Brian and I have been friends for like fifteen years. We'll just now. tell him that we mentioned him in one of the episodes and not tell him which one. <laughs> so we'll have to listen to all of them. We got no Brian and I have been friends for fifteen years. I always stay at his house. I would travel with him. He's one of my favorite people. I feel very safe with him. It's really similar to Chandler in that way. We haven't been friends for as long. But Brian and I had a friend who it was very similar in that way, it was a male friend, but it just didn't go the same direction that Brian and my friendship went. And I wish that it had, but it was like a Poppy and Alex situation. Not quite to the like level. It wasn't a romance match. This isn't painting me well. Do you think it could have been? Maybe? N- no. Oh. <laughs> the, that, was the tr- I, that was the tricky part. I don't know. I've never considered it, to be honest. I'd rather not because I'm not a fan of that person. Oh, okay. At all. And oh, I, I feel so I don't, bad if he's listening. He's definitely not. He doesn't follow me on anything. But he was my friend for a really, really long time. 
why am I talking about this? Now I just feel like I'm in therapy. But that's why it's confusing. Like when something happens, having that communication, we're, we're judging Poppy and Alex for not being able to talk about it. But it's true. Like that conversation can lead to the end of a friendship. But for me, it was 14 years. Mm. Like to actually talk. It's, it's terrifying when you've you've put so much time and energy into a person and truly cared about them and all this stuff. And then the dynamic when it shifts. For me, I panicked. And I said, oh, let's go back to being friends. Let's never talk about this, et cetera, et cetera, um, which was inevitably also not smart. I followed the trope of romance books mm, and I yes. miscommunication. But yeah, I don't know. It's hard. It's confusing. And that's why maybe I loved this book so much is because I could understand those like it is very gray area. It's confusing. It's like a lot. And I'm more related instead of got annoyed that they were miscommunicating. I guess. But it's also kind of like there is the risk of that conversation kind of veering the other way and it it also risking the friendship it wouldn't have but if there's (laughs) if there's this thing hanging over the the friendship the whole time continuously then like maybe that friendship needs to be you know come to some sort of a conclusion it wasn't like it i I feel like this just doesn't apply though because you were you know this the situation yeah. you were there there was never like an underlying well i wasn't there because i <laughs> he watched i didn't want <laughs> i was invited to come out for that fateful saint patrick's day <laughs> evening but the pandemic had just been at the very cusp of starting and i remember being like oh i don't know Alyssa. i should probably stay in because maybe i this- should have done the because this seems like a pretty bad situation then you were like oh don't be so serious about this it's just like a it's nothing and then i blew up my entire life <laughs> and then the pandemic happened yeah, literally in full force wow oh this is really traumatic bringing all this up i really did want to talk about our relationships in a podcast about like relationships and books but actually doing this right now with you is really fucking hard yeah i bet like the amount of editing you're gonna have to do because i rambled or i like was trying to choose my words so that i'm not outing someone but i also kind of this is like tricky no, I'm just leaving all this in. Please, God, this don't. The, the, oh, but leaving Brian. Our podcast just becomes <laughs> me therapizing you without a license. Like, literally, it's so... Because Chandler's so, like, healthy in a relationship, Thank so you. happy. He's so good at these kind of things, prioritizing them seven of the seven days. Well, I do <laughs> I do read a lot of contemporary romance as a guidebook Damn, for how to act. There so. you go. See, the men that I go for, I don't even think they read is the problem. <laughs> I didn't know you could read that Harry Potter line, (laughs) Jacob. Oh, yeah. Anyways, um, so let's talk about the book again. Yep. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Well, traveling is really fun. There's also a question with Bobby that she's running away from something. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm reading the question, I don't actually remember what it was she was running away from. Well, she's running away from Linfield. She definitely doesn't want to go back to her hometown. That's where he's living. That's where yeah, he she lives. Yeah, she doesn't want... Why did she hate it so much? She was bullied there, right? Um, I think she was bullied. I, there might have been some some weird family yeah, stuff what's going on. family stuff? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then, like, wait. Is she the one with a sister that no, that's the is next book. distant? Okay. I get these books confused sometimes because they're all small towns yeah. and like the same shit. Okay, wait. Um, I don't want to look it up. Just cut that out. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> but yeah, she's trying to fill her life with travel and, you know, career and like she's succeeding, but she still ha- feels like she has this emptiness in she her. She is quite like, successful. Yeah. yeah, but like, you know, she's having this existential crisis of well, what, what now? Like what makes yeah. me happy? 
Would and you do her? Sorry, would you do her job? I was going to ask. Yeah, that's cool. Like I've. I feel like that's kind of. I've similar. done a bit of travel journalism in the past. You I've have. Been, I've been sent places. Where? I've, I've gone to like. I mean, not anywhere fantastic. I don't know why I thought you were about to say Russia because you were like, I've been to. Ur- and then. <laughs> uh, Revelstoke. Oh, is what I was sick. trying to say. Yeah, yeah. No, it was it was a lot of fun. Did I've you actually go to Revelstoke? A bunch of places, and I went to like Banff. You remember? I yeah, went to Lake Louise for the Lululemon thing. Sponsoring this episode. Oh, I fucking wish. Um. um yeah. Yeah. Where did you go? to revelstoke for um daily hive just to but like go. there was no like there brand? wasn't like a thing happening but like oh, it, it was, it was like, like tourism trip. revelstoke oh gotcha okay cool yeah wow I that's recently fun. went to abbotsford <laughs> for what tourism abbotsford for like wow. pumpkin patch stuff i wrote a little thing about it for the georgia strait so wow, this guy not there Google um, him. You'll see all his articles. Yeah. And uh, his Charlie was one fanfic. <laughs> I don't know if that'll show up if you Google me. <laughs> but if you Google uh, Midday Clouds Wattpad, you'll find it there. Midday Clouds? Midday Clouds. It's a play on Midnight Sun. Oh, Midday Clouds. That's <laughs> yeah. funny. Thank you. I didn't get it before. Oh, my gosh. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So then at the end, she's like, oh, like, I've realized that the thing that makes me happy, the thing that feels like home is you, Alex. Yeah. It's you. Because her trips weren't fun without him. Yeah. But, like, also her life, too, I guess. Like, she had this, like, but Puzzle I, pieces. I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't, I don't ascribe to the notion that, like, if you're feeling like there's emptiness in your life. To, fill like, it with fill, someone else. Fill it with a person. <laughs> fill, fill it, it with, with your, a man. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I do. It seems to be going well. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, don't fill your life with a man. Yes. If you have emptiness. So we talked about this with Beach Read, how the title didn't exactly correlate to the con- con- uh, contents of the book. This one, People We Meet on Vacation. Can we talk about this title too? Yeah, because, I mean, it's about vacations. It's about them going on vacations. But, but they never meet anyone. Not once. <laughs> literally i was like oh it's gonna be like a swingers book i didn't know what i thought it was gonna be not actually that but um it like i was like wait who did they even meet on vacation <laughs> like literally her titles kill me yeah yeah what are the other ones i mean happy place is fine also it happy makes place it makes sense like they're going on like really tropical vacations they're going to like croatia mm. uh, croatia has beaches ignore that never mind <laughs> cut it cut this out <laughs> Unless there's I'm, dragons I'm cutting, above. I'm cutting okay, so much of this episode. This is, sh- this is so... It's hard when you talk about real life. Now I'm all nervous. That's what I was saying off the jump. Uh, but we have to. That's no, what makes it don't. interesting. Because we have to be able to relate. People don't care about us. They I know, care about the books we're talking about. They care about human experience. And they can relate or they can't relate. And we're usually opposite. Which is why we wanted to make this podcast. Like, I can relate to them. You cannot. So they'll be like, Chandler's cool. This is stupid. And I'll be like, yeah. That's, yeah. that's what all our male listeners are thinking right now. Yeah, they um, probably are. Yeah, bros. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Fuck yeah. America. Guns. <laughs> America. Beers. <laughs> Brews and boobs. <laughs> Football, but like the American kind, not the wussy European kind. Have you ever seen that TikTok? How guys. Have you ever seen that before? No. They're like, how girls go to the gym. And she'll be like, oh, I got my period. It's like guys making jokes. And then it goes to the guys. Oh, guys go to the gym. And they're like cracking a beer at the gym. It's just like Are this scary. Are it's they like, being earnest about this? I'll show you after. But oh, it's like college no. kids. And it's so fucking funny. Um, anyways, it's hilarious. Okay. Um, okay, <laughs> we, we need to focus. focus on this fucking book. Um. Um, okay, spoiler. Were you surprised when Poppy and Alex ended up at the conclusion of the novel? 
Like that they ended together? <laughs> yeah, in this contemporary was I, romance. Was I surprised <laughs> yeah. that in the epilogue, the, the main character, do they end up getting engaged uh, or getting married at the end? I don't, you can't ask questions like that because I haven't read it I think Wait, we've come just... to the conclusion, like, we don't, we don't really give, we don't give that much of a shit about this book. Apparently, compared to other books, we don't, it's prologue. It doesn't end in them engaged, I don't think, based on my quick skim through. Oh, They're sad. just together, and she says he's her home. Oh, yeah, they were living in New York, and then um, yeah. planning to go to Linfield for the summer, and... No, I wasn't. I wasn't surprised that <laughs> really that, that Emily that Henry happened. didn't end that way. <laughs> nope, not not one little bit of surprise there. Do you think at all. this couple will stay together compared to the last episode we did? I actually think that Poppy and Alex have a better shot. I think they have a better shot, but I I do think that the shifting of their geographic locations is going to be pretty difficult and a For bit him, of a yeah. Bit of a wedge in their relationship. Um, well, yeah, he moved to New York, but then they're planning to go to Linfield, and I'm sure that there's probably going to be some... But for the summer, right? Not forever? Yeah. I don't know if that's He might want to stay there. I don't know. And that has trauma for her. I mean, they already went... Wait, no, that was a different book, I think. Do you know what I love in books when they have therapists? Because, like, Poppy could use a therapist about her high school experience and her small town experience, and every once in a while you get a contemporary romance where they're in therapy, and I'm like snaps for therapy yeah. everyone should be in therapy everybody <laughs> and i also should be well you have this podcast apparently <laughs> yeah you are my therapist that. thank you great i don't think i have that many questions i'm okay Jen. to finish this one out this I feel one like is neither so long this, this is one. not our good one i think it's funny because i really liked this book but after doing this podcast i realized that you and i don't have that much to say about it there's not much to say about it. I, I mean, it's the same form. Like compared to Taylor Jenkins' read, it's harder to talk about these books. I'm realizing the things to say about it is about the friends to lovers trope, and that's you know we we discussed that. There's really not much else going on here other than like uh, travel and like not being like entirely yeah. uh, content with the way your life is going and like something yeah. needing to change and like in this case apparently it's a man. <laughs> So <laughs> that'll fix everything. Yeah. Um, friends to lovers trope. It was also um, what was the other trope in this one? Second chance romance. It wasn't as much forced like they, proximity. It's not like they really had a first chance romance. Yeah, because like, they no kissed in Croatia and like that was oh, the first chance. And then like okay, years later. Yeah. So I think technically, and then I wouldn't say they were grumpy versus sunshine. I didn't get that vibe from this one. I'm trying to think of the main tropes so we can talk about them in each book or each podcast episode about the books is because um, Emily Henry is like the queen of following tropes and formula. Well, also of combining them, at least. Yeah. Like she oh, yeah. She loves combining yeah. them. So that makes it interesting. But yeah. So yeah. all in all, you gave it 3.5 stars. 3.5, I yeah. gave it five. But after this podcast, I don't know why. I really loved reading it, though. This is like a one sitting book for me. It's so fast. Yeah, those to are nice. Through. Those are fun. Yeah. But like, look at this. If you're on YouTube, look at this fucking copy I have. It's just absolutely destroyed. See, I thought that that might have been because I borrowed it and no, no, I no. kind of destroy books. But No, no, no. Because I've, I've read this one a bunch. And I also, this one was in rough shape. Okay. Well, that's good. You should loan me rough shape books. Well, I don't always have rough shape books because yeah. when it's something really special, which obviously this one wasn't. Well, rough them up a little bit. And you still gave it five. You gave it 100%. You gave it tops. Okay. It's, it's sitting up there. Five star doesn't mean 100%. That's what it. That's it. Five out of five is 100%. 
Well, that's confusing because it's more than four but less than five. Four and a half. I don't do point five. Do point fives. Nah. Um, oh, it drives Taylor crazy. It does. I think I that Goodreads our podcast, we just fight more and Goodreads more. Goodreads <laughs> doesn't allow halves, does no, it? No, that's okay. why I don't that do it. Sense. But um, We're not fighting more and more. What are you talking about? <laughs> How <laughs> dare you yeah. say that? <laughs> um, okay, well, that was this episode of Read the Room. <laughs> that yeah. was being you. You can say it. Oh, that was, yeah. <laughs> So that's uh, people we meet on vacation, everybody. Um, this has been Read the Room. I've been Chandler. <laughs> and I've been Alyssa. And we still are Chandler and Alyssa. <laughs> um, and we will be next week when we talk more Emily Henry with book lovers. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Yeah. We love books. We do. So that's relatable. <laughs> I, I'm assuming you do too, dear reader. Dear, That's what you wanted to name the podcast. I know. That would, that I would still like Read the Room. I... I it's not that I don't like. We ended up on Read the Room, but it's Dear true. Reader would have. And Dear Reader is a great band, by the way. So check out Dear and Reader. And it's a great song by Taylor Swift. Well, that too. Yeah. Which I did not get tickets for. Well, that um, sucks to suck, <laughs> Alyssa. Shut up. Uh, also, if you enjoyed this chaotic episode, I think this is probably our most chaotic episode. The second we tried to bring real life into it, yeah. it got very chaotic. I just got so much editing. Yeah, I'm so sorry, God Chandler. Damn it. But um, if you enjoyed this and the extremely edited version that Chandler can put out, uh, please subscribe to us on social media, on YouTube, on your podcast platform that you listen to. It really helps us. And if you leave a review, we would also be really appreciative on, of it. On socials, we're at Let's Read the Room. We got to keep telling people that. We also have. I mean, I guess it's kind yeah. of obvious to search Read the Room and maybe it'll show. It's the green one. Find the green one. We also have a couple of reviews on our channel and I thought Do about we? reading one. Yeah. What? So we have some five star reviews. We have um, four, but I can only see three. So that's confusing. Um, so I'll read this one. This one is from user at Carl Brotz. It says, my favorite podcast about books and life. Hosts have delightful voices and even better insights. Oh, thanks, Carl. Shout out at Carly. I wonder why I can only see three reviews. It says four. But you could be a review that we read out. So definitely leave us a review. Even if it's a, not a five star. I'd prefer if it was a five star. But we'll probably read it out even if it wasn't. If it's a low one, we'll make fun of it. Can't wait. Please don't do that. I was just joking. Please cut this out. <laughs> ah. It's all going in there. Thank you, Carl, for that one review. <laughs> um, so what do we say at the end of this? Every fucking time. I can never remember. We should do this again sometime. We will do this again sometime. <laughs> Goodbye.